Hello and welcome to another episode of To Be Perfectly Honest, Watchmen Edition. And today we're talking about episode five. And with me, I have Eric. How's it going, guys? How are you doing? And uh, this is a pretty great one. I got to say, um, you know, out of all the episodes we've watched lately, this one really speaks to me. Like, I this, is, this one's awesome. You know, we said this about episode, I think it was three. We're yeah. like, hey, the, if, if this is the first one I watched, I would have been like, all in about there. this right yeah. that kind of gave us that connection back to the watchmen um with this one man i'm just really ready for what's going on and i really like how they leaned into the whole um you know squid in manhattan thing like uh, I, I like this they steered into it instead of completely removing it like in the movie 100 percent. another thing that i really realized too um liking this one and liking three is Three was all about characterization, right? So it was all about, um, we have our FBI agent who used to be Silk Spectre, um, and then the comedian, and we learned kind of a little bit about her past. We have that kind of running joke throughout the whole thing. So we get a lot of like her character in a nutshell, uh-huh. um, and we follow her and that she's kind of our lens through everything. The same kind of thing happens with this one, but it's with Looking Glass. And um, I, I mean, I've said this before, I really love him as a character. You know, uh, I said spoilers, but um, I think he might be dead. So he might be yeah. one of my favorite characters that yeah. is no longer alive. Uh huh. And so I really like these perspective changes on on the character. I think it's so cool when they did it with Silk Spectre. I thought it was gonna be a one off, but then them doing it with Looking Glass, and maybe they'll do it with other characters too. I think with based on the trailer, you're saying it's probably gonna be based on the the guy in the wheelchair. So um, when we got our sneak peek, um, this next one looks like it's, um, of course, our our main character, Angela. She uh, took all those memory pills um, and she mm-hmm. looks like she's in for a trip. So she's like kind of getting interrogated. It looks like in prison, but also having these crazy like noir flashbacks where it's in black and white. Um, she's living through her grandpa's life. Um, so really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we heard a little bit earlier, and I don't know if this is kind of like propaganda or not, but that these pills were used before, but they led to like psychosis. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Are we thinking this is going to completely permanently like injure her brain? Well, is it because like how the pills work? It's you choose what memories go into the pills. So then they'll manufacture uh, these crazy memories and then people go crazy. Or is it just everything? They just bring up specific memories based on the person. Because, like, I think the thing that causes psychosis is like, here's this like really horrible memory, and then they like spike oh, totally. your drink or whatever, and then boom, you're crazy because you just had this awful memory that totally. You know, uh, it, which is a terrifying drug. Could you imagine if that drug existed? You know, uh, I'm sure the, it does somewhere. Uh, absolutely, we don't know that. Yet, <laughs> yeah, but... it's like you know, yeah, it's been existing <laughs> for a while. Yeah, but. have a seizure, freak out. Um, yeah, I mean, I I'm thinking that you know, with this one, um, I'm I'm gonna guess this has to do with um, the the lady we saw in the last episode. Um, that is the scientific lady that uh, built the watchtower that took over. Oh, okay. Um, and I think that probably um, I'm gonna guess the science is a little bit better than it used to be, right? Um, and whatever's going on with her grandfather, Will, um, definitely seems to be working, right? Um, we saw him in the last episode as well, like able to kind of, or the episode before that actually, um, able to walk, um, Mm -hmm. looks like he's getting younger. I mean, he looks like almost like a 70 year old rather than a 110 year old. Um, I mean, he didn't really look 110 the first time, but yeah, I see. I see. He looks more nimble and yeah. I'm just thinking the technology is getting better. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so really interesting. Um, I, I don't know, like overall, I loved it. What was your favorite part about this episode? Um, I think how they steered into the squid. Uh, how how they're showing the ramifications of what a giant squid killing three million people would do. Totally. Um, and so it's like, and they're taking like realistic, like when it, when they bring it up, it's like, yeah, that that would happen. People would be terrified. There would be totally. all these all these issues. There'd be people. No one would want to go to New York. <laughs> yeah, which, I love that. Yeah, it's so cool. He's like, it's really safe now. I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then they're like, no. It's not. And, and I just love uh, how in, it's it's so deep because it's like, here's this crazy universe where there's Dr. Manhattan, there's the squid monster, and then how all these things change, like technology is different. Like they really thought about every little thing. Um, you know I mean, just all the slow, uh, political issues are different. Yeah, you know, it's just so cool. Totally. And seeing it all kind of realize it. and then they don't have much time to really bring all these issues up. And I think they're really covering them well. Like it, it seems like a really fleshed out universe, even though it's 
kind of yeah. ours, but it kind of isn't, you know, so I, it's just super cool. I think it's really awesome. You know, um, this one also, um, so Vite, um, we got a lot more on actually confirming that he is in some crazy prison. I'm going to guess this is something that Dr. Manhattan put him into. I think he's uh-huh. the only one that could have done this. Um, and it's crazy. He's on um, a moon right outside of Mars, I'm guessing, right? Um, I believe it was Mars. But it wasn't. Didn't we see Jupiter? Was it Jupiter? Okay. I want to say, like, maybe he's on Io. Maybe I'm just thinking of that because of we saw Mm -hmm. him on Mars before and he's supposedly on Mars. Yeah, because they, like, talk about him on Mars. But then there's, like, a they didn't go a full shot of it. But it was, like, you just see a corner of... So I'm thinking maybe a moon... We'll we'll have to look here. I want to say we do have a picture of it. If if we don't, um, we could be wrong. But we know he's in outer space. I mean, let's the main thing. He's basically in this crazy... um, I don't even know what it is, honestly, because he just walks a couple feet more. At first, I'm thinking like, oh, once you get out, like maybe it's a big crazy sphere kind of thing with like a shield and you get out of it. But like he literally just like walks over and is out of it, too. It's a, it's really yeah. crazy. I, th- I think because the game master would not let him go there. Yeah. So the only way he was able to do it is on his bounds, which is up. Yeah. And so it's I, I don't know. I think it's it's super interesting. That's the probably the. I know another. There's two big mysteries going on right now. It's that one, and then there's the the chick with the tower. Totally. So you know, it, we're finally getting answers, which is nice. And so we got the senator guy. I think pretty much every everyone called that that he was totally. he was super shady. So um, shady. Yeah, and so, you know, I don't want to get too off like this topic with with uh, Vite though. Definitely. Well, um, you know, honestly, I think maybe we should just jump into it. Um, okay, yeah. so. Um, to start off with, this one was Little Fear of Lightning, um, which is kind of weird. We only get this backward shot for the entire episode, um, which is a little different. Um, but we start off and we have this character and essentially he is like a Mormon or a um, what else would you call that? No, it's like if the Cold War situation was a lot more extreme and then they... They're kind of like that Mormon Jehovah's Witness style, um, but when it comes to that, like Doomsday happening, maybe yeah. like 2012. But I did like how it was flipped because mirrors are such a big part totally. of, of this episode. So I think that's super interesting. It kind of like showed, you know, you're talking about Looking Glass, and then I you kind of about fl- that, but yeah. that's totally accurate. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just cool, and so and then you know, like finding when you usually a lot of times I get disappointed when you find the reason why about behind a person like why yeah yeah yeah. it's like um but looking glass it it got even more interesting based on why he has his costume that way why he has his hats are like that like it was just so cool totally uh, unlike um you know nick fury about his eye and captain marvel yeah you know it's like you can it can go completely the wrong direction or it could be something actually like super engaging in it and it's like more world building it like it makes perfect sense and and so i just thought that was really cool oh totally 100 percent um I know we had talked about this earlier, but when I first saw this, I had a hard time knowing until he really was speaking if this was Looking Glass or if this was um, the the FBI agent that's helping. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I was like, mm, who was this? And I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I don't think that timeline makes out. Oh, okay. I heard him speak. Yeah, okay. it's definitely Looking yeah, Glass. Yeah, I feel really dumb because I didn't figure out it was Looking Glass until he was talking to his um, ex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and i was like oh god oh, yeah yeah i was like it makes yeah. sense yeah and so but i was like i feel like i should have just known that but at the same time I mean, it, it took me until then to, to put it uh, two and two together i did know um so when we first start we have a um it, it shows where they're at they're in hoboken new jersey um which is really close to new york so i kind of had a feeling i'm like okay timeline like everyone looks at a certain way it looks like it's definitely the 80s i think we're gonna see the squid attack um but I was almost not sure with the way they were talking if it was after a squid attack or before it yet. And then mm-hmm. obviously we figure it out. But he's essentially with the group. They're going, they're traveling from Tulsa. They go to Hoboken because they're going to find the sinners um, and make sure that they know their ways and have them repent. And he has a bunch of these people in leather jackets that are like, hey, go fuck off, man. Like tossing uh-huh. their stuff. And this chick's like, oh, I'm going to go seemed talk like to actually, you. actually nice. And then... um. Uh, so just kind of on a side part, um, I'm starting to realize that the release structure of how the, you know, how it's weekly. Yeah. How it like, it's impacting my viewing experience because things are on landing. Cause it's like, it's been seven days since I watched last episode yeah. and then it took me a while to, to get kind of caught back up. Yeah. And then uh, things that are happening, um, how, do I, how should I word this? But it's like, 
it it, it takes me a get to a, a bit to understand what's going on because it's like I gotta get caught up. Like what where yeah, were we being last time? Yeah, thrown back in the universe. Yeah, and it's like bit. thrown right back in there, and now we're in a flashback and all this stuff. And so all this stuff, if I rewatch it, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for it. But yeah. in this release structure, it's I, all these things that were happening didn't have the same impact that I'm, I would have had if I, it was on like Netflix or something. Like, totally. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, oh, it, the, yeah. it, which is taking away cause it's awesome, but because of how it's released, it, it it's frustrating. Yeah. And I was going to make that point just to kind of finish it out is like, I couldn't recommend the show off the first episode or even the second episode. It took three and I was like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. You know I mean, but, but based on the release structure, it's like, I'm not wanting to promote the show. Cause it's like, well, what did I just watch for a couple of weeks? It's, it's interesting, yeah. but I, I don't know if I should recommend this. And then I watched that the third episode. It's like really cool. And so I'm having multiple issues just based on how the show's released, not anything to do with the yeah. show, but just how it's coming out. I think that, yeah, it's really unfortunate that there's not more people that are talking about Watchmen. Um, mm -hmm. I know that the people that are in the know and people that love the genre and obviously the comic book are like all about it. But I really do think it's like this is one of the most interesting things I think is going on. Um, we obviously do a podcast. I do it with Maddie B um, for The Mandalorian that's coming out. And I love The Mandalorian. Um, and I think you have brought this up like it's a little bit like it's very straightforward this is actually making me think a lot um and even more so than like game of thrones um it's just really interesting it's such an interesting mm. take the world that they build is really interesting and every episode is such a slice of life like mm -hmm. it can be completely different just depending on the episode i mean and we have this next one that's going to be it looks like a lot of it in black and white i mean um, it's it's crazy and they're taking a lot of risks it's really deep um yeah, you know those like clickbaity YouTube show, uh, things where it's like the things you missed in this episode. It, this is the first one of the first shows in a while that it's like, oh yeah, I, I I did miss that. Yeah, yeah. And whereas like I don't even want to knock on on Mandalorian because it's not trying to be this. And yeah. so it's like I, I don't even mean that as a you know d disrespect to Mandalorian because it's yeah. it's telling an awesome story and I think that's awesome too in its own right. But um, it is really cool that it's this is like old school Game of Thrones where they had all these different. Uh, potential plot lines and so it's like a like i guess a reddit show where you can like go on and like there's so much to discuss totally yeah whereas like everybody has a different theory too yeah and and, and they're all legitimate and it which is so refreshing to finally be able to talk about a show and be like mm, i think they're going this direction yeah. or or we just don't know and yeah. then uh, it also the next episode it actually um you know those series are right or the direction they take makes sense it's yeah. you know so it, it's just really cool yeah, it's not doing the lost thing where you're like, okay, well, we'll see you in three seasons. Like, yeah, yeah. It, you get like you have a ton of questions, but you at least get answers the next week. You at least get some, and, yeah. and so, but it, it gives you a little breadcrumb to follow. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, so we have him in this house of mirrors. Obviously, we know what happens. He gets stripped down. She takes his clothes, um, and then that's when kind of everything crazy goes. Uh, basically, squid attack New York. Sonic attack goes out for miles. Um, what did we say as far as people that are injured? Was it three? Million? I think they said three million. Yeah. Um, yeah. so pretty crazy. I mean, definitely nothing like that has ever happened in the United States or anywhere else. As far as I know, um, obviously not a inter interdimensional squid attack. I mean, yeah. that's insane. Um, but yeah, can you imagine how that would just change the culture? And I think that's a lot of what this show is, is just imagining mm -hmm. how that would change the culture. We see how it really affects him. Obviously, this would be really traumatic for anybody, but especially someone who has literally been preached, the end is coming, the end is coming, the end is coming. And then you see this. I mean, it's not related to what you were preaching about, but yep. it's just like, oh, this constant heightened sense of the end is coming, you know? Yeah. Well, could you mention, because it's like, it's unprecedented. It's like, if you're scared of an earthquake or something like that, but there's at least some kind of history of them, whereas this is just yep. the first of you know what and, so, and squids keep on yeah. falling too yeah, yeah. Oh, and so you're constantly reminded of like the the worst thing ever like, and uh, it, it i it's obviously like an awful thing like you know, that happened but how they're building the world around it makes sense it's like if this were to ever happen this bizarre crazy thing were to happen all the stuff around it is really fleshed out and done well and it's like thought about intelligently and uh, also too it's it's making it, it it's actually like part of the narrative like it's kind of it's cool that they're that this is something that they're bringing up and actually going towards because you know it i feel it, for something like on hbo 
big, you know, they're probably expecting a lot of people to watch. I I think it could have been easy for them to just maybe skip over that part or yeah. just like how they did in the movie where it was like, eh, it was a bomb. And well, Dark Man and blew him up. You know, you know, it's like it's just so much easier whereas this is, you know, really in-depth and interesting. But I think at the same time it does make it a little bit more self-contained as well. So mm-hmm. like if you haven't read the comics, like you can watch this and get, "Oh, okay." There was a squid attack. Like we're not yeah. relying on that knowledge. Yeah. Now, right? yeah. Whereas before the big thing I was saying was like, hey, it's a good show. But if you don't know anything about the comics, like just good luck. Like yeah. you should definitely read the comics. Yeah. Whereas now I'm kind of re uh, like changing I mean, how I thought about still, that. Still, we yeah. are. This is episode five. So yeah. you would still not know it for five episodes, which is also kind of true. Awkward. Yeah. Wait. I mean, using context clues, you kind of figure it out. But mm-hmm. at the same time, a little awkward. It is, it is hard for me to say because it's like I do know. Like I, I it's hard for me to like maybe you would need to watch it. But. At the same time, like you, you probably need to read the comics. Yeah. Talking to a couple of people, I think I think they get it, but yeah, it, it's definitely weird. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the squid? Uh, what What do you mean? Like, what, just... like the design of it? Did you feel like it? Oh, was I think they crazy? nailed it. I think I think it, you know it's the based on how it looks in the comics to here. I think it it looks good. You know, like they actually they did it. And they showed it on screen. It's just cool. I thought it, it was really cool the zoom out perspective of that. Um, oh yeah like the the camera thing that they did where it just pulls back and then you slowly see it totally. like that's a really cool way to and reveal you can it just kind of like flip around and you like you see that would be his view of everything you know like mm-hmm. coming out everyone's dead around you look and just like everything around you buildings are destroyed things are on fire gigantic squid in the sky i mean crazy mm-hmm. um so then we come back to present day and but we're still talking about New York, and we basically find out that um, Looking Glass, his job on, in the daytime on on the books, is to kind of um, watch focus groups and see who's lying, and kind of get down to the bottom of what they're actually thinking. Um, and the first one we have is all about um, New York, so it's basically a PSA for New York, like come back to New York, it's great. There's new uh, squid monsters, which um, you know, watching the episode through, we know this is a huge issue for him. And he's just like, no, yeah, they're, they're all scared shitless. Do you think that was more him and his feelings kind of getting in the way of that? Or do you think those people were actually like, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't want to go back. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Cause at that moment when he said that, I was like, yeah, he's right. He's like reading it, reading the room. But then the more you learn about him, you kind of have to go back and think that he was maybe talking about himself. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. And like not having to, yeah, I don't know pretty crazy yeah. um so we have this focus group um and then we come back and we have essentially everybody's meeting um they've had no luck kind of figuring out who who killed the boss um and so now we're kind of going through it with the actual like fbi lens where it's like okay well what what do we know well we know that there's this church somewhere right we're gonna go and find it so essentially she's like i think she says oh there's only three thousand of them i mean come on guys that's a lot of churches and places of worship to go and figure out. But um, ultimately, after watching the episode, we know like it wouldn't matter because it's in a film studio, right? Or, mm-hmm. or abandoned building with a film filming area in yeah. it, right? Um, so she's kind of taken over. Um, we have a scene where essentially, you know, um, we have looking glasses talking with Angela and Angela's like, what happened with the pills? Like, you're supposed mm-hmm. to get that analyzed. What's going on? Um, and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'm working on it. You know, it's a favor, but what can you do? And, um, then we have the FBI, FBI agent. She's like, Hey, pop in my office for a little bit, which is, you know, not her office. You got to think the whole mood of this precinct has got to be completely changed. Yeah. Right. Um, it's like when someone gets fired from your work and then, uh, you know, the big boss comes in and is like, okay, well, I'm just here to look at things. And you're like, yeah, it has to be really awkward. Mm, okay. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, I bugged your cactus. And what about the pills? Um, real awkward. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah. I kind of think thought it was going to go more south from here, but it didn't. Uh-huh. He kind of recovered a little bit from it. it was like, that's a medical issue. And that's a privacy thing works. Um, then we kind of go through and we see, we follow him for the rest of his day. Right. Mm-hmm. And, we see this at first we see you know he's just taking these extra steps um but one thing that was really interesting that she brought up in the meeting is that he was a survivor of this Mm -hmm. and that the reason that he wears the shiny material is because it's supposedly proven to protect from interstellar psychic attacks so Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like oh okay maybe it's not so much an interesting choice as a oh hey this is a way for me to like cope with my fear Mm -hmm. right 
and then he talks about how he, he sleeps well and when you know she brought that up um she was being kind of weird with calling him like mirror guy like constantly yeah. um just trying to mess with him like i'm surprised that would like actually work uh, it was like such a lame insult but yeah. uh um at the same but then going right to his place and seeing that he's like super secure runs all these drills constantly prepper to the max yeah yeah he's like hardcore prepper um has what a safe room yeah uh, you know every a, literally a wears. bunker almost yeah. yeah and so um i just it was just them bringing that up and showing that it like for his character to go through that traumatic experience makes perfect sense it, totally. it just kind of it gives a whole bunch of context to who he is as a person it's just just really cool and then really interesting and uh, you know even in the reveals um that i'm interested in they still find it it's still interesting afterwards it's not just like oh here it is and then so it it made me like even more engaged on the episode um to see where the where they're going with this and so yeah i just thought that was pretty cool totally and how how, how well he's hiding and coping with it and lying to everybody but yeah. totally scared shitless um so anyways he goes out of the office and goes back to his house we find out he's wearing you know he's constantly having this stuff yeah. over his head um when he's you know at work he's wearing it in the precinct all the time when he comes home he's wearing a full-on you know mask um so pretty freaking crazy we also see that his life is kind of a little sad right like mm -hmm. um from the outside it's like oh yeah cute little house whatever um we know he's been through a divorce he has a picture of his uh wife on the wall or ex-wife on the wall and we find out this is the actual uh, the lady that um, was looking into the pills. Uh -huh. um, but we also have this weird scene, and I, I had asked you about this. So he opens up a thing of like uh, pork and beans or whatever the heck. Uh -huh. Sad, right? Like, oh, I'm going to eat my can of beans. Yeah, oh, right. do, 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 and sits down. Um, and this looks exactly like the way that it shot from the American Hero story, I think is what the actual yeah. show is called. But it's basically like a gay porno in the middle of it. Yeah, like, what was the point of this? I, I I just don't, I don't know, know what are they trying to show like so in the guy because the the thing he said he was like I want to see your face and then he was like you're never gonna see my face yeah. uh, and so I is there something I'm missing here and then like what does that mean I I, I don't know I was just I, it was just a huh also the beans is that a non to Rorschach from the comics is he was always eat beans yeah I yeah. mean I I can see that but yeah. I think that one's a little easier this whole thing is weird <laughs> yeah well <laughs> it was it was really weird. Um, in the first time we see yeah. see the show, imagine like because the the two scenes well, we've seen for the show are fucking weird, man. Hella weird. But it's like okay, so there's two possibilities, right? This is either like a gay porno that he's watching, uh -huh. right? Okay, straightforward. He's gay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, option B, it is American Hero Story, and there's a full on gay porno in the middle of it, and everyone in the nation is watching this, and yeah, it's like yeah. Just yeah. Well, I think what it is, like is what? based on that one episode where we first see it, it's like, this is rated this for extreme violence. So yeah. I think it's a commentary on how socially acceptable it is to have all these awful things on. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they're saying. And then they're just heightening it up to make us question yeah. it. Um, I, th I think. Uh, well, it, I, I but, also, I mean, we start this out right and we're in the 80s and it's after, um, this is after Vietnam has been won, right? Uh -huh. So we kind of see how it's like, morphed into that's why he's like oh i gotta go to hoboken because it's the center of sin and sex right um i think this like crazy you know sexual revolution that happened in the 70s it never really stopped because the war happened because the war mm. was like instantly one like that okay. um and so i think kind of that's what we're led to believe is like there was really no check to that and this is kind of what would happen if that sexual awakening had happened all the time so maybe mm. it is like something like yeah well I guess it shows my ignorance on the his history because it's like was I don't know if like the hip hippie culture was like you know counteracting because of the war or mm -hmm. because like or if it was gonna happen and the war was kind of like keeping it down. Um, I I think well, yeah I think a lot of it was how long the war lasted. Um, oh, okay. and uh, how big of a deal it was because it was like uh, I remember how people are like especially military people. I remember people talking about how awfully they were treated like yeah. that whole divide never happened because you would be dr manhattan would just be like all right yeah we win boom you know, you know. big dude yeah yeah and so it, I, that's another you know like there's so many threads of like the ramifications of what would happen compared to real history yeah that they have to address and maybe this is one where how tv is just weird yeah and they're like real hey, weird yeah you know? i guess he was uh this dude is uh 
super into uh, gay sex and we knew that. And so we're just going to put that on here and we're going to react it. And like, it's pretty much softcore porn, but it's on national TV. Like, you know, whatever. No big deal. Yeah. I I, like, cause um, Angela was totally okay with letting her, you know, what? 12 year old son watching that show. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That, you know, that's, I mean, she's okay with a lot. She's like, oh, you okay. You saw his brains get exploded everywhere. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, whatever. yeah, good point because it's their relationship is weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And but I think we're seeing this is more commonplace than anything else, right? So uh-huh. we should kind of feel that way. I, I, it was just weird with Roar, uh, Rorschach, with um, uh, this guy. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, for me, just because I didn't know up until this point if maybe he was gay, but then from yeah. everything we see later, it's like no, yeah, not not at all, yeah, so. and so, but um it totally plausible up until this episode for him to be and then and you see that because it's like he had a wife but there were you don't know the reasons why that's an ex-wife so it could totally be that he was closet you know yeah there's a whole bunch of like sexually repressed to begin with yeah yeah exactly yeah so yeah really really ridiculous um so in the middle of this uh gay porn scene basically in the show uh there's a alarm that goes off and we are like what the on is this another squid fall is this something else he runs off to this bunker comes down presses his red light um we get a little shot where it says you know wade tillman uh extraterrestrial squid science so like we see he's like full-on into this like doomsday yeah. prepper like has this alarm is running drills non-stop yeah. uh, um i feel like our connotation of a prepper um is you know way more derogatory whereas if a giant squid monster it like preppers would wouldn't be seen as so insane yeah in this world <laughs> In my opinion, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not trying to, you know, I think what the, you know, I, I don't want to have a commentary on that, but you know, I mean, I think the general populace thinks of this, uh, of a prepper as a negative on a negative light. Totally. Whereas in this world, I feel like if you're prepping for this, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I can get that. It makes a little more sense. Yeah. Maybe not when you're doing drills. What, to, yeah, like what saying? he's like doing 13 times a day. Yeah, he's extreme. And this, yeah. this, you know, this is 30 years later, you know, so it's, Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, wait. Yeah, yeah. Is it forty years? Mm, Eighty-five is when it 85, happened. Yeah. Right? So with thirty-four years. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. That is a little extreme. So it's a little bit, but yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. He's still a lovable character. Um. <laughs> so, anyways, alarm doesn't go off. Um. He ends up going up. He like destroys it. Like tears it out of his closet, uh-huh. I guess. Um. And then, um, is it right after this that he calls the company? I think yeah. so. Yeah, and he's just like. After. He's like, what the hell? It's defective. And they're like, well, yeah, you're supposed to do a drill like every every six weeks. He's yeah. like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm doing like way more than that. It just, it just shows that, yeah, they, I like that they how they had this whole scene right after he was talking to the FBI chick. Yeah, like, because, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, and it's like, fine. no, I'm not fine at all. No. Yeah. Um, and then he also, um, so anyways, he, he ends up buying another alarm system. He's like, overnight it. I don't care if it costs this much. You got to think this is probably like thousands of dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so interesting. Um, so then we go to this next kind of focus group, and this is all kids, and they're talking about smileyos, and the kids are all like, "It tastes like nothing. It tastes gross." Blah blah, blah. and they're like, "Well, emphasize on that." Um, and we learn later that the smileyos have no sugar in them, and it's because sugar causes uh-huh. cancer. So they all know this. Um, so interesting, like uh, sugar's like a banned substance. Yeah. Which it probably should be here, but yeah, I mean, sugar, sugar's the new, like, hey, there's just so it, they just find ways to hit on every little thing like, they, that's happening in real life. You know, like gun control, you know, you got sugar, you got, yeah, it's just, it's very yep. cool. You know, like totally. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and this, it, cause it's sugar's like the new crazy thing. Like pe- people, are, you know, I think people are starting to really know about it, but how bad it is. But at the same time, it's cool seeing the show just casually it's like they're not preachy towards it it's just like yeah and they have a whole framework of a show that makes sense to have all these different changes it's just kind of nice seeing these different takes on it in a non-annoying way yeah well and can you imagine well see this is what is a little confusing though too like she supposedly owns a bakery right so you're baking stuff without sugar uh yeah sounds gross <laughs> yeah it sounds yeah yeah um, maybe that's why it didn't open um uh-huh. but yeah you know what would it be like if we literally banned sugar like that would be crazy or maybe they have a whole bunch of you know fake sugar like you know white I mean, monster hey, or something like that hey <laughs> yeah for it um <laughs> so we have this focus group and then he goes over and he sees his ex um and they have this really interesting relationship she owns a really interesting business where basically she clones pets 
Um, this, yeah, this was weird, man. Also very odd. Um, she destroys a puppy. <laughs> yeah, you want it? It was, it was between him taking it or her throwing it away because it's just and so like, no casual. one bats an eye. Right? Yeah. So you got to think this is more commonplace than you would think. Now this is also you know the second episode where we're really talking about like clones, um, right? Because we have that uh-huh. episode of the baby, right? Yeah, yeah. And essentially that baby has to be a clone of them because we know she's not fertile. Her eggs aren't good. So really interesting that we do have this technology that's really developed. Um, it's, yeah, it's, and it's so almost casual. Like, why is it so developed if we... It's you know, so developed, but at the same time, it, there is a science to it. It's not like it's guaranteed. It's like, oh, yeah. these look the same, right? Yeah, it, no, it, that one's smaller. Yeah. <sighs> so there's like a skill to it. Is that what they're trying to imply? Or is it like that it's just not a guarantee? I don't uh, know. Yeah. No idea. But interesting. She definitely knows what she's doing. Um, she's definitely really smart. Um, and there's a little bit of back and forth with them about their marriage um, and how she kept on trying to, you know, convince him that she wasn't going to leave. And he's kind of like, well, then you did anyway. So kind of fuck you. Um, so that's kind of interesting. But we find out that these pills essentially are memory pills and that, mm-hmm. you know, they were a big deal back in the day. They're banned. They're not good for you. They cause psychosis. Um, so uh, I did want to touch on the part where they cause psychosis by just taking them or they cause psychosis because uh, people would abuse the memories they would give. I think they just cause psychosis because you have, you know, memories being thrusted into your brain that you okay. never really experienced. And then who, how can you tell a difference from between reality and memories and, you know, who can tell maybe they flash back. Maybe it's like acid, you know, you crack your Ooh. neck and you got another memory that pops in. Well, Cause what I think is it sounds like the there's these memories that the older guy in the wheelchair is specifically giving Angela. Yeah. Okay. So I don't feel like those are going to cause psychosis. I think the thing that can cause psychosis is like, let's say I'm an asshole and I'm like, here, I'm going to make all these shitty memories yeah. given to someone and they have all these horrible memories and now they're crazy. Well, another it's, thing too could be like, oh, hey, like, okay, I'm going to give you some of my memories. Not a big deal, right? But then you're uh-huh. like, oh, I love other people's memories. Yeah. I'm addicted to other people's yeah. memories. Okay. So you're like taking it's a like, shit It's like an memories. actual drug, yeah. yeah. And oh. so I think there's a couple couple ways there. So it's like why I want to bring that up is because we already know that Angela's taken a ton of them. And I feel like she, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. she's going to OD on some memories. I don't probably. even know how she didn't choke on those. Yeah, well, it was, it was obviously like it's, it's, it was a really bad editing because yeah. she like puts a whole bunch in and then like she just says like why like right yeah. after and it's like dude you gotta sw- yeah like yeah. there's you just took way more pills than i've ever taken ever you know it, just dumb but i don't I, even know how she didn't miss one too you yeah it's like, like if you put out. an entire bottle of pills in your hand and then like Imagine, try to do that there's yeah, no way yeah like I, I have a hard enough time with like one yeah you know let alone what, like, like, <laughs> yeah like let alone what 50 that she took but whatever that's besides so the point. you probably think like memory pills require you to drink a full glass of water too like yeah. to work yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, they're extended release. Yeah, uh, oh, you okay. gotta have, make uh, sure you know on an empty stomach. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I don't. For understand. best effect, totally. Uh huh. Um, like man, those memories hit me hard, bro. You know, speaking of these pills, did her grandfather really expect her to just take some pills to get some memory without even saying anything? Well, it, there's a lot of conveniences going on here where he he just like leaves He's the, like, the car. Yeah. The, didn't the car drop from the sky? Yeah, and then there's pills in the glove box yeah, what if she didn't check the glove box what if someone else did yeah it's like oh there's some pills and then they, they they're like they know what's going on or it's like a person investigating a car from falling from the sky yeah um or these mm. are like a known thing right these memory yeah. pills so like if if she if you know the fbi agent opens that and is like oh these pills sends them to the lab and they're like oh yeah these are memory pills yeah yeah so you're it, caught i think that it's probably one of the it, Maybe I'm sure people will correct us if I'm wrong here, but that's probably one of the biggest plot holes so far um, or conveniences. But at the same time, they're at least like, you know, investigating it. I think what they realized is that they did that and then they need all this exposition around these pills before she takes them. Totally. So it doesn't really make sense. But for the viewer, it helps. Totally. Um, So anyways, we go from this pill thing and he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And then he's cut to... Uh, leading a anxiety about extra dimensional monsters attacking. Um, we have a focus group. Basically, he's full shit. 
Yeah. He's leading it. He's putting on this air, but he really is scared shitless. You know, and the entire time he's doing that, he has this reflected teen. Is it called reflected teen or something? Uh, something yeah, like that. Yeah. And um, the guy goes like, I don't want to be one of those nut jobs. Yeah. That, and, I feel like but a, he is that one. Like a <laughs> gust know? of wind should come in his hat pop off. And yeah. they're like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like interesting too, because you see how this is affecting other generations, right? Like, which I think kind of, you know, going back to that prepper thing, I think that kind of can, how you're raised, like you can really get anxiety built into your lifestyle from your parents just like drilling that down into you, you know? A lot of us don't have that, but if you had every day of your life being reminded of, oh, hey, there's a giant monster, like, yeah, you're probably not going to feel safe, right? Yeah. Well, because, yeah, when I looked at what he was doing, I didn't feel like, oh, he's crazy. Yeah. Like, he's just... Because in his perspective, he's just like, like hey, you're, you're all going to die. If this happens and you just happen to hit it, you're, you're dead. Yeah. And so, and he's seen it. He lived through it. And he just got lucky with that he was in a room full of mirrors. So it's, it's just, uh, it's cool. I think it is kind of interesting that he's trying to put on this facade that he's okay. Yeah. When, but but that's like how people are. Like, yeah, it, which I think yeah. is cool. It just seems real that he's like, yeah, that's just what someone would do. In coping. His, yeah, he's he's coping in his own way. They're coping in their own ways. Um, so it's just it's interesting. And then he's uh-huh. like also seeking out this chick who's obviously troubled, right? Like, yeah. Best case scenario, she's like definitely f- right. Yeah, like I'm he just knows saying, that. Yeah, come on, there's like 18 red flags with that chick. Hundred percent. He's like, yeah, I'm like I'm crazy. So, anyways, yeah. they go to the bar. They fucking. Pull like a drunk. And of course she's like, Oh, I gotta get my ride. Blah blah blah. I'm a I'm a cock tease. Um, and then same truck, and we're like, oh, right away I'm like, that's the same freaking truck. Yeah. What's going on? And we have it's hard to see here, but we do have the cabbage falling out of the back or the lettuce cup falling out of the back. And um he follows them, of course, calls it in is kind of like, Hey, I'm following the suspect. Um, turns out that they are seventh cavalry. And he goes in, he pulls out, and I can't identify what's in this box. Um, yeah, me neither. It kind of looked like a drone or something to me, but um, really, it doesn't look like it's lettuce. So, yeah, definitely yeah, I suspect. Was like, when I was watching, I was like, oh, that's some 7th Calvary stuff. That, that You know, it's like, yeah. oh, that's some bad. He's like, oh, that he confirmed, like, that's an issue, but I don't know what it was specifically. Well, all we've known so far, right, is that 7th Calvary, Calvary, cannot say that word um they are basically hoarding batteries right because that's what they were doing oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. Yeah. so at first i'm like oh maybe is that a thing of batteries but i i can't really figure it out right uh-huh. um but anyways he's like okay definitely 100 percent. then this goes in without his mask right oh, which is well, like, okay so i what was, what like, this part bothered me because yeah. it's like every horror movie where it's like hey guys let's split up no and then he calls it in and then goes and then goes in and, and then I'm like, eh, well, I'm you wanting. can tell too that it's not the cop. It's not Panda, right? Panda's the one that every time they radio, it's the yeah. Panda dude. And it's a chick. Yeah. Wait, it, also dumb. It, like, I, I know when I was watching, I was like, he's the smartest dumb guy I've ever seen. Like, oh, on a, I, yeah. And, um, it, it bothered me. And then he goes in and it's like weirdly empty. And then he conveniently finds this is probably my biggest issue, but also the one of the coolest, like, interesting things with yeah. this episode. Whereas, um, he goes in by himself, and the only way this happens, if he did, you feel like the procedure would be, hey, found him, yeah, and then just waits, because that's what I would do. Like the last thing I'm ever gonna do is go in by myself. Just, he doesn't even have a gun. Yeah, remember, and then he had to illegal. find a gun. Finds a gun. Yeah, and go, but it's obviously you know. Well, okay. Well, we yeah, maybe maybe he doesn't have an expectation. You know, but then he holds him up. Yeah, you know, it's just I don't know that I had I had, if I have an issue with this episode, it's it's him just going in by himself. But it was it needed to happen for the story. Yeah, I mean whatever. they're trying to lure him, so I yeah, I, I kind of yeah. get that too. Yeah, and he's just so like he's like hey. These are the guys. Maybe he's just so passionate about it because it was his homie that got killed. You I mean yeah. I I can get that he's acting irrationally, but from you know a person that's not emotionally invested, I'm watching him going like, "What are you doing?" Totally. We have a lot of crazy shit too. Like so, we have the squid eye, obviously, yep. right? Yep. And like, what is that supposed to mean? Is that something with the seventh gallery as well? Like, um, goes in, finds the set. He's like, obviously, like, oh shit, flash of light, looks back, basketball, right? So it's teleporting mm-hmm. he's this like you can see he's just like oh my god now we find out a little bit later that 
Um, according to kind of the narrative of why the squid attack happened, it was because somebody was messing with some um, teleportation device, right? It's like mm -hmm. kind of the official story, right? Yeah, yeah. We have really no idea. Um, so he stumbles in, he sees them. They're actually using a portal. So A, <laughs> what the hell? This yep. is crazy, right? Uh-huh. Um, but B, what do you think they're doing? Uh, I think they're practicing. Because notice how they're like, hey, it came out over here. Oh, hey, it came over mm -hmm. there. You know, they're just trying to dial it in. They're getting they, used to it. Are there is their purpose though like to infiltrate something, or are they think, more like looking into into other dimensions? I think they're realizing that because they're some of the like like few people that know what uh, Vite did. Yeah. Um, to create something, you know, like uh, he caused an effect. The effect was peace, yeah. and so I think they these are. You know the uh, senator guy has an agenda, and you know he's going to use this as another crazy, you know, thing to happen to unite yeah, people. Everybody. Yeah, even though it's evil, it's a uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah it's case. a really big, um, you know, ethics debate. Totally. Yeah, I think too. Like, um, you know, everyone else is like, oh, we can't. That technology is forbidden, right? We don't really have anything. But it'd be like, you know, early cell phones that they were like, hey, early cell phones like cause people to die. And everyone's like, oh, no, can't do that. And like, we would have never gotten mm. cell phones. And that, now people are like, oh, hey, actually, it's pretty cool. Cause like, you can be like over there and I can like call you, man. It's like crazy. Same thing. I think that maybe they're like, hey, like, we need this for whatever our crazy goal is. Uh -huh. And we're not afraid of this technology because we know the truth about it. We know the truth because senator's yeah. in on it senator is on a committee we find out that he watches a video with Vite in it Vite is talking to president redford basically said i've orchestrated this entire thing i've wanted to create a lasting peace and let me go over in the next 45 minutes i'm going to do that we don't see the rest of the video um but really freaking interesting right isn't it kind of interesting that the evil characters in the show are all trying to make peace yeah it, it's everything's flipped uh totally yeah and i just think that's uh it just uh makes a cool story yeah. totally um so then we zoom in we we get back to bite right what he's uh -huh. doing yeah. and um i would like to say that i've confirmed that it is definitely a prison i was mm -hmm. wrong where it's at but um he gets catapulted he has an interesting spacesuit that he's uh, developed now to keep him warm and has air and all that fun stuff um and he shoots out and he is like on Io or an ice moon, you know, either outside uh -huh. of Jupiter or, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is Jupiter. Um, we have a satellite fly by. We find out that he is, <laughs> thank God he uh, shot all those people. So he'd yeah, be able yeah, to write he, some words. I mean, needed, heaven forbid. He needed to, sh sh yeah, constantly, it's like, Jesus, like the amount of like these clones. Like literally ridiculous. Yeah, like hundreds it's just uh, it's just nuts like i want to there's so much like this play there's so much uh questions to be you know answered when it comes to this part like who made the clones it's probably dr manhattan why was he there um because he said he was like when he first got there he thought it was a paradise so it, he got baited or for some reason he well, liked it kind why, of implies like you it? don't know so like was it just a snap you know dr manhattan's like snap boom there you go maybe uh -huh. he was planning something else Maybe that's what we're figuring out. Seventh Cavalry, Cavalry kind of reveres maybe him as kind of like a figurehead and like, okay, uh -huh. hey, we're carrying out the plans that you had. Yeah, um, that makes sense because you know, they really cared about that video. We got a couple. I mean, the Millennium Clock Tower too. Like, um, there's a statue of White uh, Vite in there as well. So there's uh -huh. a lot of people that are like really looking towards him, like this yep. figure. Um, it's just kind of freaking crazy. Well, it it's shocking to me how many people are revering him because I thought with the whole Rorschach thing, they would have been like, wow, you know, it'd be people thinking he's a monster because, but then no one gave a crap about what he said. He yeah. just like, Oh, he's a nut. Yeah. 100%. And, but then everyone reveres this guy. But do you think they're all revering him be, because they know exactly what he did? Do you think like, the, I think so. You know, yeah. I you know. think the people in the know are like, hell yeah. Everyone else is like, Oh, he'd be a monster. You know, yeah. they knew anything. Well, it was like, so the seventh Calvary know it sounds like they know exactly what he did. And they're well, like, yeah, because cool. it sounds like the Senator and, um, Show, like showed him and was yeah. Like, and the chief, like they're like, Hey, we're going to take over, you know, it's, it reminds me kind of like maybe Freemasonry a little bit, like where it's like, uh -huh. Hey, um, the people at the very base of this, they are probably like, they know a little bit that's going on, but like, they don't know the whole story. 
the, but the people in the mid range and the high range, they're like, they know what's going on. And that's why it's well known. And they're playing things behind the scenes, but to a common person, you're like, Oh, I don't know. You okay. Know? And then lady then, true, lady true. Okay. So yeah. lady true, she reveres them too, but I feel like it probably is for a different reason. Right? Well, she took over his company. So you kind of, I do you my think personal, she knows too. Yeah. I think so. You think so? I think okay. she was maybe like in cahoots with him on whatever he was doing. And then he boom disappears. And she's like, okay, I'll take over. Like there's no reason for her to have a statue of him unless she actually like does look up to him. Right. Oh, okay. In my opinion. I don't uh -huh. know. Well, because he was wrong. a, he was a superhero. He was looked up to in, in general. Yeah. And so uh, there's probably a lot of things from the, the masses that would, you would look up to someone like him. Yeah. Uh, and so it, I still, I mean, I'm still looking forward to figuring out what's going on with Lady True because yeah, honestly, yeah. like, why is that clock tower there? What, what was the thing that crashed, you know, on the sky that made it so important to be able to be there at the that, same time? And she so, knew about it, right? And she was ready for it and waited. And I'm pretty sure, now I could be wrong, but he said he's been here for like, what, the last four years, five years? But who? Uh, oh, oh, are you talking about uh, Vite? Yeah. Yeah. Right about he's yeah, been yeah, here yeah. like the last five years, let's just say. Uh -huh. maybe a little bit longer than that. Like that, the clock tower was that recent, like very mm. very recent. It sounds like it because they're still building it. Like so that means she knew it. about it, right? So that's uh -huh. like he disappears, then she takes over the company, and then she knows she has to be here. Like there's a lot of stuff she had to be in the know of some of this yeah, stuff. I think for sure. Um. So, anyways, he gets hauled back into his prison. Um, and basically he's like, you, sir, have disobeyed the rules uh -huh. and you, sir, are not going to be taken lightly. Um, I, what, what are you thinking is going to happen? I have no idea, man. When he got stabbed in the throat, I thought he was straight. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, they can't kill him. Cause he's the most interesting. Uh, right. Cause when I'm looking at this part, I'm like, he's the most interesting part of the show for, for me. And so we can't die. Yeah. But this game warden guy, um, there's something going on there and he stabs him and then he like takes off his thing. Like, so you're going to go to jail and he, then later he starts like beating him up and goes like, no mercy then. Yeah. So why is he the one? And, but, but then it, I think there's an important thing too. Cause he goes like your God abandoned you. And so your God is Dr. Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And so then he goes and then like, yeah, you're right. He did. But since that's the case, no mercy then. And, but he's like conscious of it because everyone else yeah. just obeys him. Yeah. But he doesn't. And yeah, I think there's just different levels to it, right? Yeah. Like, and I think maybe he, well, you see, he wears a mask too. Uh huh. So, like, I wonder if like he has like kind of the consciousness of like their fellow um, superheroes. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Um, and maybe like he has superpowers a little bit more where the other ones are just like basically mortals right and they're yeah. like have no fear and blah 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 it's like the same dynamic of us but like this is the basic version of the same dynamics that they're trying to yeah. play like he's playing the Ozymandias role but it's obviously not as sophisticated well and I'm kind of wondering like if he could kill him why he hasn't already yeah he's making this he's... crazy contraption you think he would just kill him right yeah so I yeah. don't think he can or maybe if he does die, he comes right back to life or whatever. We don't really know. Yeah, he's just part of the, the game. He always has to deal with them because he doesn't have guns or anything like that. When he kills yeah. the other ones, it's always like, whereas this guy is the one. For some reason, he he has some kind of power over Osmond Dice. But it, yeah, but it doesn't sound like he's going to kill him, though. He just starts beating him up. Maybe yeah. it's just like it turns from a paradise to like kind of a living hell then. Yeah. Uh, Who I knows? Know. Yeah. We'll find out more next week. Um, so then we go back and we're in more reality and we have looking glass and essentially he has seen the truth, right? And he uh -huh. knows this entire identity, everything is pretty much a lie, and he has to walk back, look at his mask. Um, he goes in, he knows what he has to do. He has to per the senator's instructions, basically, he's gonna frame Angela for this. Yeah. Not frame her so much, but like get her to admit, like, hey, it's your grandfather. So of course there's that cactus there. Everyone hears everything. Um, she, he does tell her, hey, like the pills are memory pills. You know, he does give her a little tip. Um, uh -huh. And he does take off his mask a little bit. Be like, hey, I'm kind of you over. Um, and we have FBI agent pops out. She's like, you're under arrest. Blah, blah, blah. I was listening to the cactus the entire time. Like she has nothing better to do than listen to this freaking cactus. Yeah, but, okay. I mean, she finds time to listen to that cactus. 100%. Why? Why not? Angela's like, you're not going to take me without me getting these memories. So she... All the yeah. pills, and uh, 
He's like, man, this sucks. So he goes back to the house. We have this package of this alarm system, right? And just uh-huh. like the cherry on top of like, oh, yeah, remember what you just did? And he's like, uh, you know what? I don't need this anymore. And then right well, when he well, does that. Well, he goes back for it. He goes back yeah, and for I, it. And I think that's really, that's real. Like you don't just change. Yeah, you're yeah. still going to. You know what? I still want this for a bit. It would take like probably a, a while to yeah, like it's, process. It's weird, it. but yeah. maybe. Yeah. But yeah. um, right when that happens, we have Seventh uh, Cavalry come in, and I don't know about you, but I think he's dead. I yeah, think he's hundred percent dead. I and, think he's either dying or he's definitely gonna be locked up, not doing. Yeah, well, it makes perfect sense from the senator's perspective, where the person that okay, so he manipulate, and it, it's really sad because. Uh, you watch this episode and just how many times he got manipulated in one episode. So he got manipulated by the chick in the eighties. He got manipulated by the girl at the bar Yeah. Um. to do, you know, cause she like, I orchestrated all of this and go here. And then, then what they do is she just takes all his clothes in the first one. And then this yeah. chick, they just go kill him is what I'm expecting. Well, it's essentially really sad too, because you know, we have this guy that can identify the truth, right? That's his superpower. But like, oh, really, yeah, yeah. he can't because yeah, he's he can't see through up. anything, yeah. right? The senator's yeah. like, yeah, all you got to do is this. All you got to do is this and you'll be fine. Yeah. AKA lying to you because I'm going to kill you. Well, yeah. Right? It's yeah. just really, uh, whoever wrote this is smart, smart dude. Definitely. So that's all we have for that one. As far as this coming up one, I mean, I know you didn't see the little preview, but essentially it, we're just going through the memories, right? Uh-huh. Um, but going forward, I mean, so you're saying, what? put some money on the table. Are you saying yes or no, uh, Looking Glass is dead? Uh, oh, I'm, I, I would go all in on Looking Glass being dead. Yeah, I kind yeah. of think so, too. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I really want to, I want to focus in on the FBI agent. Do you think her motive is just to take down Angela and take down vigilantes? Or do you think she's doing this for someone else? Because we have, and I think it's episode three, we have the Senator who's essentially like, Hey, like you want your owl friend to get down to prison? Like, uh-huh. I'm telling you how, but then we have all this really conflicting stuff too. Cause she's like still obviously like sexually attracted to Dr. Manhattan. We have that dildo uh-huh. scene. That's really weird. Yeah. yeah um, so many like, yeah, that's weird. But Hey, you know, like I think, I think, they do a really good job of showing that people are just, you know, just because she might love the owl guy, but it doesn't mean she's not attracted to. Yeah. Dark she's Manhattan. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and so like, there's a I whole guess my bunch point of, is, do you think she's really going to be this, um, this anti to our hero, you know? Uh huh. Or do you think she's got a little underlying, like she's really a good guy, you know? Uh, that, she's going to try to take down the Senator, I guess. Yeah. I think she would, uh, I think what, her character seems like she's really jaded and really kind of like bummed out, but I think yeah. she wants to do the right thing. She, if you watch uh, the boys, she reminds me of queen Maeve, um, where it's like, she's, she was a good person. She really tried hard. And then a lot of shitty things happened. Yeah. And then she's kind of jaded. And I think that's kind of how she is. It, it, this is how Silk Spectre two is in, in this show. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think she's her and Angela are pretty much the main protagonist is how I, I see them. And it kind of took, um, took me off guard that it was, she was so like, she was looking at Angela, uh, to, to, to be the one that she wanted to arrest. But from her perspective, it makes perfect sense. It's just, I'm so used to seeing it from, we yeah. see all, all the information. So like, it's just a logical conclusion. If you know, you see the, uh, you never saw the person in the wheelchair, of course you're going to think it's Angela because she yeah. was first on the scene. You know, they all, there's all these, you know, best going. friend to him. They had dinner the other night before they were doing cocaine or he was doing cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of stuff. Um, okay. Another question. I don't think I've asked this yet, but this is episode five. Uh huh. We have nine episodes. Yeah. It, it, crazy. So, okay. So the big thing is, that's not it, a lot of episodes. Yeah. It's really not, but we got so much from this one. Yeah, like it's rampant. Honestly, up. yeah, three in this one together, man. R- we've gotten a lot of bangers. information. Um, yep. Great, great world building. Great characterization. We got a lot of little bits. We got a lot of little answers. Um, honestly, I really think I'm kind of surprised that this next one, and maybe it will be because from the preview, I know you didn't watch it, but it looks like just a lot of the memories. It's in black and white for a lot of it. It's just like uh-huh. her being like, "Oh, I'm grandpa. I'm dressed up like a grandpa. Oh, no, I'm not." Da da da. Okay, but. Half of it has to be about um, 
what's his face right like what what's the consequence of him trying to leave his prison like are you right what do you, what like, do you mean are you talking about bite yeah oh huh i, I hope so because like, pretty much because every single scene I'm, not, I'm like locked in when he's on exactly and yeah. i think if we don't have that like we're gonna have to have episode seven be a full-on his episode yeah because i can I, I can see one of them being his because i can it makes perfect sense like they they wouldn't make his main episodes one where he's like yeah. just killing all these uh things uh, yeah. it would be way more interesting if they be based an episode around him when he's free yeah uh, and because it's like what is his goal afterwards because he obviously has some kind of motivation uh lady true ha- probably has pro- the in-game motivation it, it it, I don't know. Maybe see. There's so many. I'm almost cool, wondering that. Yeah. So that satellite, right? Uh huh. So, in this day and time, I think that we don't really have the government like, oh, hey, space race, right? We kind of yeah. know that didn't happen. So it's like private organizations doing a lot of this. We don't have yeah. cell phones, right? So like satellite technology probably isn't like a huge thing, really, right? Uh huh. So I'm thinking that is Lady True's company's satellite which is really his company's satellite. She's like a figurehead. And so maybe she's searching no. out for him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that being a thing. And then, but what is what significance does he specifically bring when he comes back? Like what are they what is their goal here because it, there seems to be a lot well, of We also have this teleportation technology too, so I'm yeah. like, you know, maybe that's going to come into well, literally don't yeah, know. Yeah, there, yeah, there's so much speculation. Like this show, like that this is one of the most frustrating things. The, probably the most frustrating thing about this show is that it's not bingeable. Because yeah. I would have been, I would have killed this day one. Oh, it's hundred percent. It, and I think that's the biggest compliment. But at the same time, but then you'd be that crazy person that was like, "Whoa, hey, yeah, yeah. I need to tell you about Watchmen." Yeah, yeah, it's, seriously. So basically, okay, let me break it down. So there's basically this guy. Oh, so actually, this is actually from the comics, which is different than the movie. But just bear with me. So then yeah, we go yeah, in no, and we're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. There's yeah. reparations. Then we go with uh, this. Blah blah blah. Memory pills, cloning, <laughs> da da da. Satellites, prison fetuses that come out of the water you break their neck <laughs> yeah, da, da, da. like <laughs> yeah yeah it'd be like oh back up oh yeah, yeah it's like you just miss like half the thing yeah and so yeah that's exactly how it'd be like yeah, that's how it was you know breaking bad you know there's all these good shows you find where like no you gotta watch this shit. yeah yeah it's, so. it's like i don't know if anyone's ever watched a lot of anime but neon genesis evangelion like oh okay. i really love that and it's really hard uh-huh. to get people into it because you're just like okay let me tell you this and it's like and yeah. people are like okay this is so crazy like it's like it's kind of like conspiracy theory so like know? not forever because like, when people will ask me it's like should i watch this like i like uh we have a coworker. she was like should i watch this and i'm like uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah and so how about you you decide if you want to watch it go for it um but th- that was around like episode one and two so yeah. it was like it's hard but after episode three i'm i'm all for it and then especially yeah. after episode five because they, they did say I, I remember hearing this from somewhere that they didn't want people to who if you were if you were seeing pre-screenings or whatever yeah. um they didn't want people to review it until they saw six episodes yeah and i completely understand why it's but, but i guess i don't completely because we obviously haven't right. seen episode six but i what if it's just horrible it's just god awful but it's like it's like the worst thing yeah you're like i just completely go 180 and go like this this, this show is, is the worst it. show ever yeah this is game like, of thrones season eight yeah yeah uh, like so it this is probably one of the most interesting shows i've watched you know first season wise like they've yeah. pulled no punches every every uh very crazy take yeah they, they obviously have a direction they're wanting to go and every single time it's like making sense it's like it's yeah. really cool um, really well shot. Like I'm, I'm starting to you know, like seeing how they frame stuff, and it, it's just really cool. It, and music is really good in this the, one too. The yeah. soundtrack. It, it, not even bring up the soundtrack. The soundtrack is by far like we have Mandalorian, Rick and Morty, and this are like kind of like the main like new shows I'm watching. Yeah. And then out of the two, Mandalorian and this have like good soundtracks. Yeah. Uh, but this one like blows Mandalorian out of the water in my opinion. It's it's really good. Yeah. It's Nine Inch Nails, right? They're the ones that did it. I'm not sure. Oh, okay, I I want to say it's nine inch nails, and they're killing the game. Yeah, yeah, and so it's yeah, it's super good. Like, uh, and even the little parts of it, you know, like not even like full on like, oh, this is a song. Like, it's like, oh, that's yeah. like good right there too. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. like, um, overall, it sounds like we both loved it. Yeah, I don't think we can wait until next week, but we're going to. Um, so as always, 
um, Sunday. Uh, it's five o'clock our time, which means it is six o'clock Pacific time. Make sure you catch the next episode of Watchmen and you subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, listen to podcasts wherever you find them um, to make sure you are staying up to date and knowing everything that is in the know of the Watchmen universe. As always, I've been Corey. And I was Eric. And we'll uh, see you guys next time. Alright, guys have a good one. Peace.